it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. What is Biden doing? We had a president that was mocked routinely by the media, who caused heart palpitations amongst the foreign policy establishment elite and academics, Donald Trump. What did Donald Trump attempt to accomplish with regard to our allies? Well, let's see. When it came to NATO, he said, you guys, you guys are not actually kicking in enough to justify your membership in NATO. That includes you, German Hillary. We watched as German Hillary and the German government said that Russia was the biggest threat to the EU. And there was Trump. Well, then maybe you should pay more. And maybe you shouldn't buy oil and natural gas from the Russians. Oh my God, he's causing an international, international incident. What is it? You just don't talk to androgynous women in pantsuits that way? I don't know. Hillary, Merkel. Donald Trump rightly told our NATO allies it was unfair to expect that the largest military power in NATO, that is the United States, should carry the bulk of the weight for the defense of Europe while the Europeans were spending lavishly on domestic programs. Not to mention, and thank you, Joe Biden, for lifting the sanctions on this oil and natural gas pipeline. Now, the Germans are going to be ever more under the leverage of Vladimir Putin because of Joe Biden. And you notice Joe Biden lately, Putin's not so bad. He's just, he's not so, he's, he's not so bad. All of a sudden, Putin's an all right guy. He's not so bad. You know, helped out in Syria. He's not a bad guy. Five minutes ago, the Democrats wanted a war with Turkey. Now Biden's fist bumping Erdogan. And when asked or pressed about discussions he had with her, let the Turks tell you about it. Oh, great. Here's our mentally there leader. Sitting on the stage with Boris Johnson, a.k.a. Brojo. Brojo tried to correct Boris Johnson for failing to announce the South African president. Listen to this, cut one. And just say how briefly I am to welcome those who have just joined us, bringing some pretty spectacular weather with them. Prime Minister Modi, President Ramaphosa, President Moon. In just a minute. And the President of South Africa. And the President of South Africa, as as. As I, as I said earlier. Oh, you did? I did. I certainly did. You're going to mention twice, so. I'll go over that again. Let me tell you, we're, we're delighted. I'll, it's been, I'll, I'm, I'm glad to say we're, we're, we're joined by Prime Minister Modi. Let's the go. Part. So there's Biden. <laughs> you should announce the president. I did, I did, I did, President Biden. I have announced the. I have announced the president of South Africa. I said that with an out. I only know the South African accent from Lethal Weapon 2. It costs us 100 million in Krugerrand. So Biden doesn't hear or acknowledge 
Boris Johnson. Now, if Donald Trump had done that, if Donald Trump dared to correct an ally across the pond, oh, 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 oh. but here's Biden speaking to NATO on domestic issues related to the Republican Party. Play cut two. I think it's appropriate to say that um, the Republican Party is vastly diminished in numbers. The leadership of the Republican Party is fractured. And the Trump wing of the party is the bulk of the party, but it makes up a significant minority of the American people. And we'll see. We'll see. I believe that uh, by us standing up and saying what we believe to be the case, not engaging in the, the overwhelming hyperbole that gets engaged in by so many today, that um, we, uh, I, I guess that old expression, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Why does NATO, what is this? So he's over in Europe, trashing Republicans and Trump. Again, what did Trump try to accomplish with NATO? Instead of the American foreign policy establishment thinking the Europeans can do no wrong, we must always follow, we must always bow, we must never upset them. These old bulls, these dynastic bulls in Europe, Trump said, you guys should pay more for your own defense. Oh, well, now, now look what he's done. Maybe you should buy oil from the U.S. and Canada. Oh, God, look at what Trump is doing. He's this ignorant reality TV guy. You know, he doesn't know anything about foreign policy. You don't have to be a scholar from Georgetown University to look at the demands of the NATO allies and say, yeah, well, maybe you should pay a little bit more. You know, your, your fair share. Now, here's a nice little setup. Biden at the NATO summit. Washington Post reporter asks the obvious left-wing biased question, is January 6th a concern to NATO? Cut the rate. A lot of those allies are themselves pretty rattled by what happened on January 6th and attempted uh, Stop. Stop. Why would the French be rattled by what happened on January 6th? Second of blue. Look at that guy in the, the Viking hat. Get the hell out of here. You want to talk about hyperbole? And, and, and hyperventilating. We all agree it was wrong. Let's not pretend it's Pearl Harbor. People have been brought to justice. Let's not pretend it's 9-11. Keep playing. A lot of those allies are themselves pretty rattled by what happened on January 6th and attempted uh, overturning of your election. Oh, uh, and they the may still out. be what? alarmed by the continued hold that Donald Trump has over the Republican Party and the rise of nationalist figures like him around the world. What do you say to those allies? What have you been saying to them at, at these meetings about how the next president of the United States can keep any promises you make? What I'm saying is them, to them is watch me. 
I mean, I'm not saying anything, quite frankly. I'm just going out. People, as I've said before, don't doubt that I mean what I say, and they believe that I keep my commitments when I say it. I'm not making any promises to anyone that I don't believe are overwhelmingly likely to be kept. I think that we're at a moment where, I mean, let me put it this way. You may have had a different view, but I think an awful lot of people thought that my showing up at the G7 would not produce any kind of enthusiasm about American leadership and about where America was. I would suggest that it didn't turn out that way. Yeah, now they know the suckers are back in power. The people that will never ask questions, the people that will just continue to be walked all over, the suckers are back in power. But listen, that was reporting. Are the NATO allies concerned? You know, it'd be nice if just once somebody said, look, this was really bad what took place at the Capitol, right? We don't encourage it. You know, I would hate it if our side did that, speaking of the Democrats, and Republicans have said we don't like it that people did that using using our banner. But they couldn't overturn the results of the... I mean, the counting of the electoral votes is ceremonial. Can they just stop pretending that if somebody ran in and grabbed the box of, of, of papers and ran out the door, ha-ha, I'm president now! We've had unmitigated violence in the major cities. Political violence. Double-digit homicides. New York is an inferno. Chicago's an inferno. Minneapolis is an inferno. Portland's an inferno. And you want to talk about a bunch of yahoos that broke some glass and stole Nancy Pelosi's lectern for the rest of your damn life, like it was 9-11. You know, some of you Democrats ought to be thankful there isn't going to be a January 6th commission. You want to know why? This is pretty basic. Because first of all, it's not, it's not, it would not, there would be no honest endeavor here. Do you really think that if there was some quiet understanding that Nancy Pelosi and her ilk wanted this to happen, and that's why there was no National Guard, that's why that you just had a handful of Capitol officers and, uh, you know, bike barricades. Basically, the officers let them in. We've all seen this. We've also seen the videos of what looks like, key phrase, what looks like. Black block protesters. We've all, we've all seen it. All of a sudden now, Trump supporters are the people with the black, the black hoodies, with their faces obscured and the black backpacks and the hammers, that's all of a sudden? Trump supporters? Maybe it is. Looked a lot like Antifa to me. But they don't want to really get to the bottom of this. They just want to use this as the never-ending weapon against anyone in a MAGA hat. Do you really think if there was any tangible evidence, and it probably wouldn't be tangible, it would be a lot of hearsay, that there were some Democrats that wanted this to happen, that wanted it to happen, that you would ever find out the truth? Of course not. Are we going to study all political violence? Of course not. 
how, how, do we, how do you consider yourself an honest human being, whether in the media, the pundit class, or anywhere else, where you say, we've got to study January 6th, but we don't care about what is taking place in places like Portland and what took place all across the country in the spring and summer of 2020. Either you want to get to the root of political violence or you don't. Because if it's just a one-sided thing, then that proves this is just about your politics, not the political violence, your politics. These people that are I'm deeply scarred by one-sixth. Congressional staffers can have PTSD. What about all the people? They had their businesses burned to the ground in Minneapolis or people that had to flee when the rioters were coming down the pike in Portland or the people now that are afraid to ride the subway in New York City. When do you cry a tear for them? You don't. So Biden's over in Europe trashing Trump. Like I said in the beginning of this, all of a sudden, Putin's not a bad guy. He's not the bad guy anymore. The Chinese, they're not bad guys either. Well, it's, it's, what's, what's releasing a deadly virus into the global economy? Well, they're actually pretty good people. Don't be racist. Is Biden doing anything right now that isn't first benefiting China and Russia? Show me one thing. And then you've got the other genius. Well, we got to get to the root causes of migration in Guatemala. I mean, if we just had knitting programs for women and girls. Yeah, that's going to make that's going to make the cartels and the criminal gangs go away. Yeah, the drug gangs and the cartels that are essentially running these countries or at least whole swaths of these countries are going to realize just how wrong they've been when they see little girls making doilies. If we just put a billion dollars into a women's scholarship program, women's studies scholarship program in Honduras, we'll fix things. Oh, yes. Tell us more, Kamala Harris. The two of the, if the media was honest, I mean, they don't know what to make of Kamala Harris, but they dare not criticize because, well, she's a woman of color. And because they're the ones that ran interference for Biden. Now they've got to prop him up for the next three and a half years. We are right. They are wrong. That is the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriots. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.